Welcome to Sinister Junk Mail Podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My name's Susie. <laughs> I was like waiting for you to say something. <laughs> uh, nope. Just I and her. Susie over there. Kate yeah. over here. Um. So just so you're clear, um, mm-hmm. we are a hot mess and we're shit shows. That's Ta-da! okay, though. We've had a long day. Long week, really. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know what, what day it was earlier. She did so. not. No. We spent the whole day together. Yeah. Yeah. It was nice. For some of us. And our kids got to play. Okay. Well, I heard that subtle dig, but I'm going to choose to ignore. Actually, I didn't choose to ignore it. I did call you it did out. did call it that's out. fine. No, it was fun. It was really fun. Well, um, this week, um, yeah. we're going to stick with our Halloween kind of creepy vibes. And we're going to talk about Ed and Lorraine Warren. Woo-hoo, I love it. I'm so excited. Oh, yeah. So should we just jump right in? Ed and Lorraine Warren are probably the most notorious uh, ghost hunters, if we want to call them that. Mm. Uh, out there and i feel like half of hollywood movies are from like their tales of they are yeah even um hollywood movies were being made about their stories decades ago but nobody credited them the way they do now no yeah no so some of their most famous cases were actually turned into movies such as amityville horror yeah i have to be careful with that word because i always want to say horror amityville the big whore of amityville (laughs) that slut we all know the horror yeah Yeah. the haunting in connecticut the conjuring series yeah Annabelle and the nun and there's a shit ton more but um like no one wants to hear me read these to them right you know I for some reason did not realize that the conjuring and the haunting in Connecticut were not the same story really yeah I don't know that was dumb of me but for the longest time I thought it was the all same connected story. yeah yeah whatever um, I'm dumb <laughs> <laughs> but I thought this topic would be gonna be super fun because they also just put out like the nun 2 and another conjuring movie which out. actually looks good the nun 2 so i don't okay i didn't like the nun the one. first one was trash it was I, garbage yeah the it was new garbage one, the, the trailer looks great i'm gonna see I it think so i just I watched the new um oh my god the other movie the other one conjuring, conjuring. ones what is wrong with me yeah. that one was pretty solid i mean i, I liked thought it. that two of them were the same one so it's okay right. <laughs> um there was a new one though like how new is it like I don't recent, know. Recent? It was like new enough that we had to purchase the oh, video. At I home. didn't even realize that they had released another one. Yeah. Was it good? Should it I watch good. it? Yeah, you should. Okay. I liked it. I will then. Yeah. So Ed was a self-taught demonologist and author, and Lorraine was a clairvoyant and a light trance medium. So I'm gonna explain what the difference <laughs> is because I had to look it up. I didn't know that there was a light difference. trans medium? Yeah. Okay. Like light like diet or like no, light the like, light in the sky. Let there be light. <laughs> okay, got it. <laughs> diet trans medium. Sorry. <laughs> she was skinny and she was a medium. Yes, she was. So a light trans medium is where the medium remains conscious and the spirit uses the medium's mind to communicate. Okay. So they don't like give over control. No, but they can just like yeah. Like a like a hitchhiker. Spirit hitchhiker. And a clairvoyant is someone that has psychic ability to gain information about something in particular. Yeah. Yeah. But Kate doesn't know anything about that. Why am I, I mansplaining this She's to mansplaining you? clairvoyant. It's, you're mansplaining it to them, I not am. me. It's fine. I am. And I, yeah. Yeah. It actually means clear seeing in French. It, so there's clairvoyant. Wow. Here and there's she goes clairaudient. again, guys. <laughs> clairaudient is like psychic hearing. Clairvoyant okay. is psychic seeing. So it's like seeing, not like seeing images on top of reality, but like in your mind, okay. like in your mind's eye. Anyway. You know? Yeah. I think it's cool. It is cool. Yeah. So, in 1952, the Warrens founded a ghost hunting group called the New England Society for Psychic Research. This group is said to be the oldest hunting, not hunting group, (laughs) just ghost hunting. That took a turn. Ghost hunting group. Mm -hmm. And what also makes this group super unique is that they actually bring in professionals such as nurses, doctors. I like that. Yeah, researchers. 
members of the clergy. And are these like psychic people of these jobs or just like randos? Just randos to make sure that like they're not going like, oh, there's a demon in here. And they're actually like scientifically. A little more of a non-biased perspective. Right. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. Because I do think that sometimes people think their house is haunted but meanwhile it's like creaky pipes or yeah. something that's explainable and yeah. i think having experts that are there to try to find yeah something to explain it away right. so that group is now run by their biological daughter and her mm. husband now the biological daughter that we see in their movies in the nun movie right yeah, she's yeah. like a storyline yeah she is okay so they've also written quite a few books about paranormal activities activities cases <laughs> Paranormal recreations. (laughs) All the activities. The Warrens have investigated uh, 10,000 cases, or at least they claim to. Oh, that's a lot. It is a lot. I want to see that museum that they supposedly have. Well, you can't. What? So you can't because, um, well, you know what? No, we're going to get to it later. Sorry, I'm just a little upset about this now. Because they said they don't want you. You know what? Probably good because all those idiots going in there trying to open that cupboard and let that fucking doll out who looks nothing like the doll in the movie no and so that's one of the stories we'll cover today and it's about people making fun of her (laughs) and it's not good i can't wait to hear it so this is another story for another time but it kind of reminded me of robert the doll yeah we'll get to it but anyway i'm digressing but it's creepy as hell i can't wait and if you're ever in key west and you go visit robert the doll don't be dumb just don't be just ask permission for his photo you dickhead and even if you don't believe why take the fucking chance yeah What's what is the worst that could happen by not interacting with that doll? Your life goes on as normal. I can tell you what the worst thing that could happen if you don't ask permission. Yeah. Tell me you lose all your you lose your house and everything bad that happens to you is now because of that doll. You saw that documentary. (laughs) It was so bad. I loved it. It was so funny. I was so amped to watch it. And I like I'm like, oh, Mike, we have to watch this. And, and then, then like, my car broke down and then I lost my house. And it's all because I didn't ask permission to take the doll's photo. Yeah, I fell asleep. That's it, never a good sign. It wasn't good. No, it wasn't. But it was funny. It was delightful it in was- that sort of way. <laughs> <laughs> so along with all of their success comes with every demonologist. As I've any talk- demonologist <laughs> would tell you. <laughs> it comes with a lot of skepticism. I mean, yeah. with any of this kind of material. Because it's not cut and dry and there's not like that, like very obvious, like evidence. Everyone's going to have doubts about you, right? Can't peer review a haunting case, can you? No, especially (laughs) when I don't think everyone, I think someone could walk into that same house and have none of the same experiences. So it's hard to like really say. Yeah. But skeptics have come out and said that they were both frauds and that some of their more famous investigations, such as Amityville horror, the horrors of Amityville, (laughs) the horrors of Amityville didn't actually occur. Okay. But we'll let you know. Oh, no. We will let you decide. <laughs> we will let you know. Yeah, I like <laughs> Just, <both>. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Just, it's the bead, guys. It's still lodged up there somewhere. Yeah. She's looking at me like, what are you talking about? It took a minute to it click, did. didn't it? It's because of all the <laughs> brain the damage. <laughs> yeah. So let's start with some interesting facts. I don't yeah. know why I said it that way, but it's interesting. <laughs> so I claimed that he grew up in a haunted house, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, he said he started starting at the age of five that he saw an apparition. Mm. He said it started with seeing a dot of light. And then over time, he began to see the person. And the person mm. was actually the family's landlord. Dead Weird. landlord. Okay. Let me put that in. All right. It wasn't just like some pedophile. So he's just sneaking in at night yeah. like a creep. I said I wanted my rent now. (laughs) (laughs) It was a female. Oh. Oh. You know what? Females can be pervs too. You know what? If we've learned anything. You're right. And I'm realizing no one said that. (laughs) 
Oh, no. No, it is a female. (laughs) Our research is on point. It is. She is, not it. It, Well, it's nothing now, so it's fine. She died. The landlord. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) She. She died. She did. (laughs) Sorry. I need to stop. Um, when Ed was four. Okay. So yeah. he started seeing this apparition of this dead landlord. Like a year later. Okay. Um, he also claimed to have dreams of relatives that had passed, but had never actually met any of them. Hmm. And so one of the family members that would consistently come to him in his sleep was his deceased aunt. Hmm. Uh, this aunt would send messages through the dream to Ed. And one of the messages she sent was that he was actually going to become a priest. Weird. It is weird. It obviously didn't come true, but... I wonder if there was alternate so, reality, alternate timeline. Maybe he was, was found gonna, to become one and then didn't because of this. Or so, I don't know. I was going to go something less weird. Oh, yeah. Let's yeah, hear yeah. what yours is. I was going to go like, maybe how do you explain to like a, a five-year-old, like you're going to be a demonologist. Yeah, that's true. That's But a he point. worked closely with priests his entire career. Yeah. It could definitely be. I mean, they put in towards the way that a child's going to understand it. Right. And maybe she didn't even say priest. Maybe that's how he interpreted it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or what Kate said. For yeah, the one percent out mean, there. It, yeah, you know, when time starts to fold in on itself, I'm just kidding. She's like, please fucking God, stop it. Don't <laughs> I do think this I'm about today. to fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Either one. You don't know. Yeah. So my bad. It's okay. You're shutting that. <laughs> no, I was down. just trying to uh make my head explode yes, like it always it does. It was just gonna be a little fun. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Lorraine actually uh began having weird experiences as a child as well. Don't we all? Yeah. All I, us weirdos. It makes me think a lot of people did or yeah. have, but mm-hmm. how many people, again, think it's your imagination? Or um, if you're my brother, he said that 92% of all your scary experiences could be chalked up to a mean and creative older sibling. But what <laughs> happens when you're a freak like me? I didn't have yeah. siblings also, until I was brother, much older. My brother was not there for most of these occurrences. Mm-hmm. In your face, you know who you are. I won't say your name on this. Can I add a <laughs> suck it or no? Yeah, please do. <laughs> suck it. Yeah. <laughs> JK, I love you. So when she was a child, she didn't think it was unique because she assumed everyone had these abilities. She just kind of thought it was like a normal thing. Yeah. So when she was 12 is when she kind of realized like, oh shit, this is not normal. I'll go unique. Okay. We'll go, I'm unique. Like I'm weird as shit. Fucked up in your head. Same, same, whatever. So she went to a private school and they had just planted a tree. And when they planted the tree, she started immediately like looking up and she, because she saw the tree fully grown. Oh, God, I was going to thought you were going to tell me she saw like bodies hanging from it or oh something. I, why did that give me chills? It's not even true. <laughs> it didn't even happen. <laughs> I was thinking, oh, my God, this is terrible. I, I have it. the facts. <laughs> it isn't that. So she began looking up the, at the leaves blowing in the wind and a nun began to stare at Lorraine. Like and the nun from said, the school. Yeah, yeah. Not a nun in the tree. No, no. Not like a fake nun. No one nun. was hanging. All right. Sorry. <laughs> no one was hanging. It was a nun. And she okay. was like, hey, Lorraine, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. That nun definitely said fuck. Yeah. And Lorraine was like, no, nah, bro. <laughs> and so when Lorraine actually said to her was, I was just, I told her I was looking up at the tree. And the nun asked, are you seeing the future? And Lorraine responded with a, yes, I guess I am. Ooh. And the nun said, you fucking weird little bitch. No, you're not. <laughs> and she was like, come here so I can spank you. Yeah. Why not spank Make a switch off that tree? What did they know? It was the ruler on the knuckles is what nuns used to do. Oh, gross. Right? I don't know. That sounds horrible. Mm. I would not I enjoy mean, that. No. Mm. 
Maybe you would. <laughs> Some people probably would. I don't know. And we are not against your weird fetish. No, your you fetishes. have fun. Not weird. See, as I'm already long as you're dick. not hurting anyone else. So Ed and Lorraine grew up in Connecticut, and in 1944, they met at 16 years old. Oh my God, love birds! I know. And they started to meet cute. They're like it? you know, like in movies and like rom coms when they, oh my God, you bumped into me in the elevator and I dropped all my papers. You have to help me pick them up. And then like their noses almost touch. Were they like hunting demons together? And they were like, oh my God, that demon just like appeared and now you're here. It, no, there wasn't me cute. You know what? That's I like, just wanted to say me cute. I've never heard of it. And now I, so I hate <laughs> romantic comedies. Yeah, that's why. And you just literally made like. Me rage. I it's the trope. Me. It's the it's classic terrible. trope in the in the rom coms. The meet cute, and that phrase is literally the most cringe thing ever. But I love to say it. All right. Well, Ed and Lorraine met at sixteen years old, cutely, and they bumped into each other. And then one said, "Oh my god, you are you a psychic?" And the other one went, "I see ghosts." And then they just started making out passionately. Oh my god, this sounds like such a good movie. What's yeah. it called? And then he was like, "Can I put just the tip in?" And she was like, "Already? <laughs> no, no." But my psychic ability said. Give me an hour. <laughs> so, so none of that happened, yeah. but they did begin dating soon after. It might have. We don't know. <laughs> um, and then Ed went to go fight in World War II. Oh. So the romance ended. It didn't end. Yeah. It got put on pause. It made them even fonder for each other. Kind of did. Yeah. yeah. So Ed enlisted in the Navy at 17 and he was deployed for four months and then his ship sank in the North Atlantic Sea. Wow. So they sent him home on leave for a Not little while. Not his ship. What? His ship sank? Yeah. Oh, but he didn't die. No, 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 no. Obviously. Yeah. But they obviously like let everyone have a little bit of time off after almost dying. That Plot was- twist. He's been dead ever since then. And she just sees him as a medium psychic and what? she's confused about reality. I mean, that's like that movie. Uh, <laughs> Which one? <laughs> I see dead people. Oh my God. It is like that. The Sixth Sense. There you go. That movie's good. Except it- for that weird little punchable faced Haley Joel Osmond. But. Uh, anyway, I've never, never looked at him and gone, I'm going to punch that motherfucker. That in the kid face. has such a punchable face. He's probably like a grown man by now. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He has to be older than us. Yeah. Older than me, at least. Yeah. Not you. <laughs> not me. I'm like 75. So, <laughs> um, and so during this time when he got sent back on leave, they did what every military couple does. Fucked. Got married. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, I guess they did that too, but <laughs> sorry. And then he deployed <laughs> again. So after Ed returned from the war, they figured out, they, they were trying to figure out what they were going to do for their career. Okay. And this is where it gets kind of like funny, but kind of weird. dicey. I'm so, here for it. Yeah. So both, both Ed and Lorraine had experience and passion for landscape painting. Hmm. What a delightful pastime. Yeah. You know what I love doing? Painting. Just the landscape. Oh my God. You do too? Yeah. That's what they did. They just sat side by side painting grass. Yes. How romantic. Well, sort of. Okay. So they decided to go after their passion, but they would paint haunted houses instead of the typical landscape. Okay, well, you know what? That actually sounds fucking rad. It does. So So Ed would find the haunted house in the newspaper, and then they would go visit the home in person. And then they would go knock on the door like any other normal fucking human (laughs) and offer a drawing if the owner would provide information about their experience. Oh, my God. That sounds so fun. It does sound fun. Like, all of a sudden, like, Mm -hmm. I'm like. I want to be a landscape artist, yeah. except I can't draw. So and that's you know, people good. love to hear themselves talk. So they're like, I got stories. Oh yeah. And they're getting a free painting. And back then they can, that painting makes them look like regal. And we're and, fancy people. We know, have a real painting of our house, our stuff. own house. Somebody wanted to paint it. This creepy old, and you know what? They're probably all like shitty old houses too. Oh, I'm sure. 
Yeah. But they that was like the nicest thing they owned was yeah, that painting. This is painting by two randos. <laughs> but they would only paint the house um, to sell for profit if the stories were like juicy enough for them. Yeah. So like, so people like what they start hearing about this and then making shit up or what? No. Wait, what? Like, you know, if word travels and the homeowners are like, oh, we got to make up some great stories so that we can make money off so this. They would find it in the newspaper. So it okay. had to be someone that already experienced already. it enough. That okay. it, so it wasn't just like someone being like, oh, I heard this couple's going around and painting. Okay. I'm going to like tell them that there's an old woman crocheting at night with She me. sounds great. She does. Yeah. No, that sounds awful. Oh, yeah. Awful. That's really scary. How dare she get those crochet needles out in your presence? I know. Sometimes um, at the old folks' home, they take Kate out to do arts and crafts with the whole family. (laughs) The whole family. (laughs) All my grandkids come visit me. It's really, we make a day of it. So we're going to do podcast until (laughs) one unfortunate day. (laughs) When I'm no longer here and it's just Susie talking to no one. (laughs) So they did this for about five years. And then they eventually had a name. They eventually had a daughter who they named Judy on January 11th, 1946. Man, they are old. Damn. I know. Is she alive still? Uh, can you Didn't stop? She? Sorry. All right. Sorry. You're like Spoilers. ruining everything. Sorry. You know, all, right, I, I, all right. I'm done. <laughs> just let me leave. I'll just see myself out. Thank God. I have been trying to drop subtle hints. <laughs> Not so subtle. <laughs> She's dead, Kate. Yeah. She is. I thought so. Like a year or two yeah. ago, right? Um, we'll get Poor to that later. Ed, unless he's already dead. Never mind. I'm going to stop talking. Oh my God. Just go on. I'm, don't you know even what? say. You're, if you're going to spoil it for us, I didn't even do it. You could have easily just glided past this. You know what? Don't listen to the last 10 minutes of this podcast because it'll be repeat information. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Spoiler alert. For anyone who like didn't know about this like five years ago when they, I don't know how long it's been since they died, but. We're just making shit up I now. Am. Yeah. <laughs> um. So Lorraine actually didn't believe in ghosts right away, which I thought was... Wait a minute. Yeah. Back that shit up. Because she said she was a psychic. Okay. She... How are you going to be a psychic, though, but be like, but not ghosts? I don't know. But I thought it was interesting because if she was a skeptic in the beginning, what turned her into a believer is that she would go speak to the owners of the haunted um, houses in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And at first she thought they were just making up stories for attention. Yeah. And then she realized that so many people had similar experiences that hadn't never t- spoken and they were across the country from one yeah. another so all of a sudden it was like, like that light bulb of well maybe there's something to look into here right yeah so eventually this led her into believing in ghosts yeah and oh here's the thing that she spoiled earlier so ed and lorraine <laughs> created a museum in their home in connecticut <laughs> um called the occult Wait, they called it the occult. Yeah, cult the, museum. Okay. Yeah. Um, the space contained objects that they said were haunted and tapes and recordings of like their Ooh, actual investigations. That's spooky. It is spooky. Yeah. I would love to hear some of those creepy ass tapes. Oh my God. I would and I wouldn't because what they were like a lot of their investigations, I shouldn't say a lot. Some. Some of them were actually like recording demons i'm like that's when i'm out like yeah the fun spooky ghosts that you like you look out your window and it's just standing there or you feel someone yeah. touch you're like oh that's creepy but yeah. like i don't fuck with demons yeah because like i feel like even like if you play that that like tape you're, you're like bringing it into your presence i think so too i yeah. wouldn't do it i wouldn't I, wouldn't. I, I would listen to ghosts but not demons same yeah because i do think there is something with like an evil well it's just it's it's energy i think that you literally are just like bringing that into present time when yes. you like make that 
you're creating it happening right then. You're opening a door exactly. and I don't want that door opened. Yeah. Yeah. So and then I'm the good. time folds in on itself and it's not linear. Oh God, here <laughs> we go. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> you're just like, please fucking God, no. Anyway. So um, in this museum is where the infamous Annabelle doll resides. Oh my God, that raggedy Ann fuck. I know. I was trying to be creepier with the whisper. Did it work? Yeah, it did okay, work. Cool. My, I totally have goosebumps. Okay. I don't. But if I was a person who got goosebumps, I would have had them. So if you're a bitch like me, yeah, you would have had it. That's right. Okay. She doesn't look like the doll in the movie. No, she doesn't. And I think the real dolls look creepier. I don't know why they wouldn't fucking use the real one. I bet it's because of um, like copyright. Maybe. It, yeah. Because... There's no way the people Raggedy Ann company thing, they're not going to be like, yeah, can you use it in the movies that no one ever fucking buys her dolls again? Yeah. Good point. Although is Raggedy Ann still like a fucking thing? I don't know. Those things are. I hate them. I should know. (laughs) I've been all around a long time, so. She has. (laughs) I'm surprised you made it through the depression. (laughs) I know. Me too. (laughs) But if you look um, on our Instagram, one of like the the poster for um, today's episode actually has the real doll with Lorraine holding. Her. It pisses me off when Hollywood tries to make it so scary, but then they just go too far. It just looks dumb. Like it doesn't even look that scary. It just looks over the top. Yeah. And and for sure, I think sometimes the subtle truth is actually scary. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So to answer Kate's question from um, the first, second or third spoiler, I can't remember. <laughs> it's hard to keep up at this point. Um, the museum closed down in 2020 because oh, that's recent of zoning issues. Oh, because of the Zodiac killer. Why did my brain think that's what you were going to say? Know. I was um, going to say like blue tape. Yeah. So they legally weren't like allowed to make let it be a museum. Yeah, because technically or money or something, I'm guessing. Well, it, it, I'm assuming their house was zoned for residential mm-hmm. area. And all of a sudden they realized, wait a minute, there's a full blown museum where people are there's yeah. traffic coming in and out. I wonder if that ever would have happened if they hadn't had all these movies come out because you know yeah probably not because yeah. no one would know about it mm-hmm. but i mean i'm sure the traffic for that museum especially in the past like decade yeah since it seems like every scary movie that comes out is from them right that for seems sure like um a loss of a source of income i wonder if i mean maybe their kids or something will try to like make it somewhere else you know i would hope so but mm-hmm. it's also one of those i wonder if they don't want to move some of that stuff yeah I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to be touching any of that stuff. I honestly don't like, I say I'd love to see it, but I don't think I would actually want to walk through that museum. I I don't think I would either. It's, it's one of those, like the thought of it is intriguing Mm -hmm. and it makes me want to do it. But then I'd probably be standing outside going, you know what? And not worth it because I do think that you're opening a door for evil and I'm good. You're like, Hey, I'm here. I'm interested in this. Obviously you want to latch on, want to hit your ride. Well, and with the upcoming stories, it makes me even more of a like, Maybe not. Maybe not. Yeah. Yeah. So Lorraine had her abilities tested um, when her the skepticism started to grow. And she was tested by Dr. Thelma Moss. Mm. Mm. Um, and yeah. And she was said to have above uh, average clairvoyant ability, which. Oh. From Dr. Thelma. Dr. Thelma. Okay. Yeah. So Ed and Lorraine never charged. What no, is this? Sorry. No, no. What is she a doctor in exactly? Doctor. Doctors and doctoring. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Just make so sure. She, so um, that's where she gets her uh, authority on this subject. Yes. Okay. Um, she she was a researcher at okay. a university. Okay. Do I remember the university? No. Irrelevant. Do I remember what her doctorate was in? No. <laughs> She's just a doctor of doctors. Okay, good. Some smart bitch yeah. investigated the investigator and mm-hmm. found out she was like really on point. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm cool with that. Yeah. <laughs> so... Ed and Lorraine never charge anyone for their investigations, which I think 
Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Um, they actually made their money because um, of giving lectures. And then once they started doing like TV interviews mm-hmm. and then they sold the rights to movies and yeah. stuff. But I thought that was interesting because I do think that some people, I should I say some, I do believe when people try to make a profit. Charlatans. Yeah. yeah I don't think, I think that they're, they're um, not powers. They're not yeah. fucking like superheroes. What are, not powers. Yeah, abilities. Uh, abilities. Yeah. Are kind of bullshit. I think so too, because even if somebody starts off like honest and then they get a taste of like what they can actually get, you know, people have a tendency to start embellishing and. Oh yeah. Like if I, if I have to make three more visits, I can make three more grand. Yeah. I'm going to keep telling her the demon wants to like keep sticking around and eating Cheerios. Fucking hate when people do that shit. It makes me so mad. Why Cheerios? I don't know. Maybe it just was a particularly heart healthy demon maybe i love honey nut cheerios <laughs> they're really good really freaking good or maybe you're the old lady maybe in this I, group. I do yeah. love hard candy and she also goes can we keep the lights on i just the low lights just bother my eyes oh my god maybe it's me <laughs> my favorite one of my favorite hard candies i like i like the butterscotch Werther's? Were, I was going to say Wilmer's. That's not right. But you're talking about Werther's? Yeah. My kids love those too. We eat and them then, all the time. They're so good. And then the little like hard yeah. candy that looks like a strawberry on the outside. Oh. <gasps> the call's coming from inside the house. It's you. You're the old one. Oh, no. no. That's okay. It makes sense. You're in good company. Yeah, that's fine. Those are good candies, though. They're really good. Yeah. And I'm always cold, so I always have a sweater on. Oh, guys, I've, I've discovered it. <laughs> It's me. That's why you're so, that's why you make fun of me so much. Cause it's, it's an insecurity of your own yeah, being old. I'm yeah. projecting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think it increases their credibility just in general for yeah. not being like shit bags but, yeah, um, sure. and like profiting off of someone's misfortune. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. I didn't realize that. Yeah. They're that they nice people. So they also lectured at colleges mm-hmm. to almost discourage the students from messing with like ghosts or like trying to like engage with anything the spirit boards yeah yeah because um many of the people that they started going to their homes they started realizing um they were most like there were a lot of college students because they were like trying to like mess with with the paranormal yeah dummies and so they were hoping that they could go and lecture and almost kind of scare the shit out of them to be like please stop yeah it's not a good idea. You don't know what you're messing with. You know who doesn't get possessed and like haunted by messing around with Ouija boards? No one. People who don't mess around with Ouija boards. Yeah. Just don't do it. One day we'll have an episode about that. Yeah, we will. Yeah. It's weird. It'll be fun. It is weird. They're super experience. creepy. I've never touched them because even though I like I have tarot cards, I've used pendulums, all kinds of divination tools, if you want to call them that. But uh, I won't fuck with a Ouija board. Nope. There's something very yucky and sinister about them specifically. She said sinister. I did. Did you get that Easter egg? Oh. <laughs> so they were both members of the Catholic Church. Okay. Um, and they both believed that the demonic forces are most likely to possess an indi- individual that lacks faith. Kate. And the Warrens. (laughs) I'm so fucked. You are. (laughs) So the Warrens said that initially they began to investigate paranormal claims just out of curiosity. Mm -hmm. And in 1965, they came across a ghost named Cynthia. She was a little girl that was looking for her mother. And at that point on, they decided they would focus their entire career on helping people through experiences and hauntings. Where'd they discover this Cynthia? I don't know. Oh. Yeah. Maybe it was during their rom-com moment. I don't know. In their, in their meat cute. <laughs> I hate it. I know. It's great. I'm going to say it so much now. <laughs> oh, God. 
So most of us have seen the Annabelle movies. Yeah. Well, at least The Conjuring. I haven't watched the you Annabelle movie. Annabelle? I think I saw the first one and it was trash, but I loved The Conjuring. Okay. Well, we're going to fo- focus on Annabelle. Well, she is in her little, the very beginning of The Conjuring is like a clip of her first story, right? I don't remember. Yeah. It's the girls in the apartment. It's the first yes, time they okay, came across. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that. Here's another fun fact. My memory is garbage. I am the old woman. Yeah. It's the bead. It was so green and pretty. So anyway, so that movie was based off of Ed and Lorraine's investigations. So the Warrens took the doll and put it behind a glass case with a hand carved inscription of the Lord's Prayer. Should we just like give a very basic. I'm going to. Okay. Of what that doll, the story behind it. Oh yeah, that's coming. Because I mean, I assume people have watched this. 69. Yeah. Okay. I know what you're doing. You just wanted to say 69. That's fine. (laughs) So they also have a warning on the door mm-hmm. of the Raggedy Ann. And they, glass you case. said they put what prayer on it? Sorry. The Lord's Prayer. Okay. And they, they also have a warning saying, warning, positively, do not open. Love that they put positively, positively. in there. Positively. But it's, it's in the 60s. Absolutely. Positively, do not. That's they, I feel like in it. the 60s, they talk weird, right? Yeah. Cooler. Uh, probably. Yeah. Um, I've seen that sign. It's like, isn't it just like a bootleg fucking piece of paper stuck to the outside? I love it. Okay. (laughs) So the movies made Annabelle look like an unhinged doll. Yeah. Crazy eyes. Like we talked about. And when you look at her, you're like, oh shit, that, that bitch is crazy. Yeah. But naturally the normal one is like a raggedy Ann doll, Mm -hmm. which by the way, like we've covered very creepy to begin with. Yeah. It's like all cloth. The one in the movies got like a porcelain face, whatever Mm -hmm. hands. It doesn't have that. No. Which is even creepier because they talk about how it'd be like sitting upright sometimes and stuff. Like how and it's this weird slumped over like no skeletal frame doll. Like what? Yeah. So according to the Warrens, Annabelle is responsible for one fatal accident, Mm. two near death experiences, and demonic activity that occurred for over thirty years. Jeez. So in nineteen seventy, Annabelle was given as a gift to a nurse named Donna for her 28th birthday. Who the fuck gives a 28-year-old this fucking raggedy end off her for their mom. birthday? Oh, right. Okay. Her mom also- So many questions. Right? Yeah. If I got gifts, maybe, maybe they're more innocent back then because I'm pretty sure someone gave me a fucking doll. What is this shit? What do you want me to do with it? Oh my God. It's, it's weird. I hate it. Yeah. She brought it back to her apartment that she shared with her roommate named Angie. She was also a nurse. Two cute nurses with their cute little doll. Yeah. The woman put the doll on the sofa in the living room. Soon after. <gasps> dun, 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 dun. Soon after they brought the doll home, they would notice that the doll would move around the room on her own. Yuck. Yeah. Donna would put the doll on the couch before she left her for work, and then she would come home to the doll in her bedroom with the door shut. Oh my God. What the hell was that doll doing in there? Masturbating. It absolutely was. Um, so you know what though, just even thinking about this, when you said like a different time, whatever, it made me, it reminded me of my grandma who had like this massive collection of porcelain dolls. I hate it. So she had like in her living room next to her staircase, it was like a four or five tiered fucking like display area where there was like 50 of these porcelain dolls. And when I was a little kid, I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm going to inherit all these one day. And as I get older, I'm going like, this is weird. This is not normal. I'm no longer excited to inherit all these fucking creepy ass porcelain dolls that I was once excited about as a child, but she can't have been the only one. Like, I think this was a thing at one point where like these sorts of dolls were just like 
ladies collected them. I don't know. Probably. For yeah. clarification purposes, do you have the dolls in this house? I don't. Thank God. I, when the opportunity was presented to me, I said, fucking pass. Thank you very much. Though. Okay, good. I don't want these weird ass dolls. She was wonderful. I love my grandma, but Jesus yeah. Christ, like, come there on. There has to be something else you can inherit. Yeah. I mean, I'll like, take a toenail over those fucking dolls. Literally honestly. anything I'll take else? nothing. Literally nothing. I don't want those dolls. Yeah. <laughs> So the roommates would begin to find notes all over the apartment. Yeah. The notes would have help me written on parchment paper. But the weird thing about this is the nurses didn't own any parchment paper. Ugh. Yeah. Where is that shit coming from? Well, we'll get to that in a second. It's just the weirdo on the walls. I swear to God. sorry. (laughs) Every time. So... After this, the women asked uh, a medium to come and help them with Annabelle. The medium performed a seance and claimed that the doll was possessed by a deceased little seven-year-old girl named Annabelle Higgins. Where are these, where are they just finding these mediums? I don't know. Um, yellow, like the phone book, the yellow oh. pages. Like, where could you find them back then? Shit, I forgot about the phone book. I know. Oh I my, didn't. That's like such a 90s thing. I know it is. I'm a 90s child. I am too. Wait, well, you're not a 90s child. Get out of here. Well, I'm 85, but in childhood, it was in the 95, 90s. she's lying, guys. Okay, you're right. 75. So the body was found on, or the, the medium said that the body of Annabelle of Higgins, girl. yeah. Okay. Was found on the property where the apartment building was built on. Okay. And the medium also said that the spirit just wanted to be loved and cared oh, for. Oh, of course she did. So after this claim, the two women gave permission to th- for the spirit to live in the doll. That was the dumbest fucking shit. Not that they even needed to, because she obviously already was. But still, like, you're just like, okay, we're open to it now. Well, and from everything, from all the research that I've done, just because I'm a freak, a lot of, I shouldn't say a lot, but sometimes um, evil or, like, demonic forces will pose almost as children. Always, I feel like. Yeah, because they want you to think they're just not going to harm you. Yeah. Then that way you accept them and you open your arms and you open the door for and them. Like, climb on in. Yeah. 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 I think that happens a lot. Because with- no one's going to go like, you know what? Suck it, little Annabelle Higgins. Yeah. No, they're like, oh, it's a seven year old. That yeah, this we poor care little for baby. Her. Yeah. I think that happens so often in these types of stories. It's mm-hmm. never actually a little kid. It's something masquerading as whatever it fucking feels like masquerading as that yep. day. Yep. Yeah. So after this, Angie's boyfriend was over one day and heard... What sounded like someone breaking in. Okay. Okay. So the boyfriend went to investigate and only to find that no one had broken in. But Annabelle was lying face down on the ground. Face down. Windows up. <laughs> That's the way I looked. <laughs> Perfect setup. <laughs> so all of a sudden, he felt a sharp pain and found bloody claw marks across his chest. What the hell just like appeared? Yeah. Okay. Um, and the marks just vanished a few days later. Was there like photographic evidence of this did like anybody vouch for him did he or was this something where he's just like it happened i swear um he's saying it happened i swear okay yeah i don't okay so this is part of where we'll get into later yeah about about the skepticism because there is quite a bit from this story this is the kind of stuff that pisses me off though is because like some of this could have been like totally legit and then somebody goes like i'm gonna make it even more and they like embellish or add but they didn't need to do that no and i think I also, you have to take into account that back then, like now everyone, I'd whip up my iPhone yeah. and take 17, it, save it in different places too. Yeah. But back then, I mean, it's, it is yeah. different. So yeah. you're just taking people at their word. Yeah. 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 So, but I mean, it could have happened or it could have not, but that does, even if it didn't, it doesn't mean none of the other shit did. Right. Yeah. So, um, at this point, 
the nurses reached out to a priest for help, and they actually ended up contacting Ed and Lorraine Warren. Oh, my God. So Ed and Lorraine believe that when the younger women gave it the spirit consent, um, that's when things took a turn. Because yeah. at that point, again, you open the doors for... Yeah. And maybe even if it ever was a child ghost, which I don't think it was, was. even if it was, you're still like opening it for something else to come in. Yep. Yeah. The Warrens believed it was a demonic spirit that actually was possessing the doll. Yeah. And they believe that the spirit was only using the doll to eventually possess a human. You know, what's great. Is it that other fucking idiot medium? She was fooled by the demon, but not Lorraine. She sees right through it. Bad bitch. Yeah, she is. So it was like waiting to like jump into a person. It, yeah. This reminds me of like the Chucky doll story. I wonder if any of the, like the inspiration for that story came from any of maybe, you know what I mean? I feel like a lot of these things, like there's like weird little, mm-hmm. it might just be like a hint of truth. And then they take yeah. it and run with it. Right. The Warrens believed that uh, everything that had occurred were signs of demonic position. Yeah. The doll moving on its own materialization. Mm hmm. The creation of parchment paper. Yeah, I was just letting you know because <laughs> she's just eyeing me like you fucking spoiled and ruining everything. I know. And God. the mark of the beast, which were the claw marks on his chest. Oh, that's the okay. That's what they're claiming. Okay. Um, the Warrens ordered an exorcism to be done, and it would be performed by Father Cook with an E. All right, Cookie. Yeah. Oh, Father Cookie. You know when the Warrens said that the demonic. Ex- uh, demonic possession happens to people that don't don't have good faith you know what was great is that i knew you were coming in with an insult but you fumbled it I so did. bad and it didn't even hurt me that was great That's I she's it. already possessed guys yeah yeah there's no more room for any more of them <laughs> yeah you should be scared oh after this took place they removed the doll and brought it to their residence oh even better yeah okay and after the warrens took possession of the doll they buckled annabelle into the back seat of their car <laughs> and um lorraine claimed that their brakes failed several times on the way home oh my god almost causing them to be in a really bad car accident maybe they just had a shitty ass old car yeah or maybe ed's a terrible driver yeah yeah or it was demon doll or it was demon doll yeah um ed took holy water and put it on the doll and then all of a sudden the brakes were fine from then on so i mean it is kind of one of those flash yeah uh that's interesting yeah i didn't know that part so Ed and Lorraine originally put the doll in Ed's office. Um, they claim the doll would levitate and move around the house. Ew. Like they just see it levitate? I guess. I mean, they must have. Yeah. That's I mean, so I would creepy. ask them, but they're dead. My so. favorite part. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Uh, my favorite part is they buckled that doll in as if it was a child. <laughs> it's not Annabelle Higgins. Okay. Yeah. That we already covered this. Yeah. It's not the seven-year-old. No. And also... Like, toss that fucking doll into incoming traffic. Like, what is... Yeah, but I think when it comes down to, like, demonic... Even if they toss the doll, the demon would still be sticking with them. If they toss the doll, someone else would get that doll. That's a good point. And then what if it was mishandled and actually, like, could have killed somebody, right? I would have put it in a trash bag filled with bricks and just right into the fucking river. And then it, like, comes back at night and just is, like, staring in the window. It's, like, soaking wet, like, dripping. (laughs) Just two fingers in her little dress. (laughs) She's it was soaking wet. It was almost creepy. <laughs> almost. <laughs> you said wet. It tipped me off. I know. That fucking, she's 100% cloth, though. <laughs> it's, um, this is where my brain is at right now. Al, we're <laughs> one of the mechanics behind this. <laughs> so at one point, oh, and um, they started locking, like, 
they've even found her in like locked areas in the house. Weird. Um, and different and in different buildings that they had on the property. Hmm. So she ended up even getting into like their own home, which I think they were trying to avoid her being in and like yeah. kept trying to keep her in like one of the, the outbuildings. Yeah. So like sheds and stuff. I think so. Okay. Or I think like I want to say garage. Yeah. Or like it seems like his office might not have been in the house or something. Okay. I mean, she had one building for her crocheting. Yeah. She had one for hard candy mm. and then one for Ed's office. But then he came in and one just for naps. Too, <laughs> oh, I would love a napping building. Yeah. <gasps> you say that and that just like, oof. I know it makes me want to go to sleep right now. <laughs> okay. Bye guys. Yeah. <laughs> so this is when uh, the Warrens would end up locking her behind the locked like glass case. It makes me wonder how they like could keep her contained in there. If she got into like other locked areas. Well, I think it's because they put the Lord's prayer on the outside okay. of it. And so this, they did some sort of ritual thing to keep yeah. her in there. Okay. And this is like one of those, like in, in my beliefs that is like the only thing where you can kind of combat mm-hmm. a demon is by God. Mm-hmm. So if you put the Lord's prayer on the back or like on the front of it, like yeah. technically God should, or like, be able to put her in time out essentially for and, good. Yeah. And in my beliefs, I think that we have a lot of uh, capabilities of it, handling that sort of energy. And it's a matter of you stepping up and going, I'm in charge here and like believing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're the ones in the physical reality. They are not like, ultimately we have seniority here yeah. in my opinion, but yeah, could be the one. Yeah. So they claim that the priest uh, came to visit the occult museum. Oh, sorry. They claimed a priest, not the priest. Not priest cookie. (laughs) The priest of all priests. And he ended up coming to Annabelle's case and mocking her. Oh, good. And on his way home. What kind of idiot priest is mocking anything like this? Because with, and I think this comes down to any kind of person, period, whether with every profession, there's someone that doesn't maybe handle situations the right way. Right. And if you are a priest, then like, in my opinion, you know that there's good and evil. Mm -hmm. Like that's part of being catholic yeah right and so if you're mocking her you mm, and maybe he was doing that thing where he's like okay this yeah. doll really this <laughs> one yeah with the thread and she's like i'll the show thread. you bitch with <laughs> the thread just, just the thread the <laughs> this yarn. yarn made motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> so on his way home that priest got into a, a near fatal car accident that totaled his car out Mm-hmm. And the priest claimed to have seen the doll in his rear view mirror just before the accident occurred. He How fucked it. is that? I mean, I believe it. It's Especially so somebody who's like, clearly doesn't really believe it if right. you're mocking it, you know? Another visitor came to the occult museum and began to make fun of Annabelle. On his way back home, he lost control of his motorcycle and crashed into some trees. Oh my God. He was killed and his girlfriend almost lost her life as well. And she would later admit that the couple were discussing and laughing about how silly the doll was right before they crashed. Oh my God. So this is where the skepticism can come in. Yeah. So the names of the priest and the couple in the motorcycle accident was never revealed. The nurse, two nurses never okay. came forward about their account with the doll. So essentially, it's the Warrens. Hearsay. Yeah, it's the Warrens yeah. claiming this, but there's really no evidence. Like, no real evidence, yeah. But right. who wants to, like, tie their names to stuff like this? Right, and, then that, and that's kind of what I took from it, is mm-hmm. if you have two professional nurses, and they're young, so they're very clearly starting off their career, mm-hmm. they are going to be like, this is going to, like... This makes me look a little off. A little crazy. A little crazy. Especially back then. Oh, it back wasn't, then. like, accepted at all. Yeah. No, because I feel like nowadays everyone wants to like 
15 minutes of fame. Yeah. And so they would have been like, it's me. I'm yeah. the nurse. It's me. But back then. They're like, lock that bitch up. Yeah. They start saying sh- they see shit like that happening. Right. And so yeah. then you have a priest who, I don't know. I don't, I don't see a priest really wanting to have that tied to him. Yeah. And they might've been scared too. Like if yeah. they thought it might come back for them or something, if they talk about it, you know, it's possible. And then you have the woman that her boyfriend died and she's probably so terrified. Like mm-hmm. I wouldn't, I would be done. Yeah. I would be moving to a different country, Mexico <laughs> mostly. So the tequila is nice and fresh. Yep. Yeah. And I would never mention, of, like, I would never speak of this again. No, for sure. I don't think you'd be able to get rid of it that easy, though, unfortunately. I mean, I didn't read anything that there was like no follow up on the, yeah. any more experiences. So mm-hmm. maybe, maybe and yeah. maybe it was like more of a like a one and done. Like, I'm going to teach you a lesson. Yeah, and maybe that's all I. You know, one and done. One and done. What did I know? I liked it. Oh, okay. I'm just laughing because I know I've ever hear that phrase. It's funny. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, good. One and done. Also, I was thinking about it in like the doll, like fucking them in the ass. You oh know? my God. <laughs> I don't know. I have problems. You started this. <laughs> and doll just takes out like a strap on. Yeah. Like- I love that you are like, what to me? And then you take it like 10 steps further. <laughs> And then she whispers to them, she's like, two in the pink and one in the sticker. Oh my god. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> so on to the movie The Conjuring. Yeah. It is said to be based upon Ed and Lorraine's personal experience. So Ed passed away before the movie came out, but Lorraine was actually a consultant oh. on the film. Yeah, I remember reading that. I forgot about Ed dying first, though. That's a bummer. Yeah. And um, she appeared like very briefly in the movie, which I think is really cool. Yeah. In January 1971, the Perrin family moved into a farmhouse in Rhode Island. It was a husband, a wife, and five fucking daughters. Fucking kill me. And actually, that'd be a treat. I love girls. I, I love, love having girls. girls. Too. Yeah. I, I love my saying- boys, too, but you know. It was saying more for like the dad. Yeah. Could you imagine like they all hit like that time of the oh, month and he's God. like, fuck just this. I would just check out. I'd be like, I'm going to be at the hotel down the street for yeah. a couple nights. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and as soon as they moved into the home, they noticed weird things happened almost immediately. Ugh, creepy. Creepy, creepy. I love that movie. I do too. Honestly, like I liked the Enfield one too. It's the second one, I think, of the Conjuring movies. The one in England. But the first one's just so good. There's something yeah. about it. At first, Carolyn, the mother, she would notice small things that would begin happening. Uh, for instance, the broom would be moved mm-hmm. or it'd go missing. Um, or she'd find like dirt piles randomly in the middle of a floor yeah. after she had just swept it. Which, by the way, demons, fuck. Yeah. Don't you don't do that. It reminds me of the demon house. They're just yes. dirty. Yeah. She would also begin to hear sounds of scraping like scraping on the kettle in the kitchen Fuck that. and she would go investigate and no one was there, which by the way, ugh, nail on metal. Yeah. Ooh, I, I don't it like so it so much. Mm-mm. I hate when people like, even if you take a fork and the people that get too aggressive with eating and they like scrape their teeth on I hate it. that too. Like what is wrong with you? Yeah. Fix the way you eat. Calm your shit down. Yeah. Just yeah. fucking just go jump off a cliff at this point. Yeah. Or just eat Leave maybe society. Stop using utensils. Oh Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, the daughters began seeing spirits around the house. And at first they thought it was harmless, but they did. The spirits seemed to be angry. Did they ever like think it was each other fucking with each other at first? I didn't see anything. Okay. And and maybe, maybe, but like they all kind of just accepted this is weird. Yeah. 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 Because I think it happened so quickly into them moving that it was like, oh, obviously this is weird because it didn't happen at our last house. Right. 
so Carolyn decided to research the home, Carolyn's mom, mm-hmm. um, and that they had moved into. And upon that research, she found out that previously there were eight different generations of one family that lived oh my. in the house or like property. Yeah. Many of the family members had died in a tragic or unexplainable way. Wow. There had been children that had been drowned in a nearby creek. What and a fuck? few of the family members. Uh, here's your hanging story. I knew a it. few of the family members had hanged themselves in the attic. Oh, no. I was yeah. thinking about the tree. I know. Oh. Yeah. But it was it was in the house. Okay. So they made it look like in the movie it was in the tree. Yeah. But it was actually inside. Yeah. Fun fact. That was uh, Lorraine Warren's bit part was she was the one hanging in the tree. I'm just kidding. That was oh not Oh, my her. God. I was like, no, I don't I'm remember joking. that. That's She's horrible. like a thousand years old. There's no way. <laughs> Sorry. I'm joking. My eyes. <laughs> what the fuck? And one was murdered. Uh, so but were the drowned kids murdered? I don't know. I wonder if it could have been like, sounds like something very fucked. Like that's not normal. I I know eight generations is a long time, but none of that's normal. No, it's like every family has like the, the person that goes pretty damn rogue. But this is like everyone going rogue. Yeah. Yeah. Especially multiple people hanging themselves in there. Like what? But I do believe that like if, if a house has enough evil in it, it turns. Yeah people like m- people's mental state because they feed off of all the negativity and they yeah. dr- like take them down into like a depression. That's exactly what happens. That's yeah. what you hear in these stories and people like start getting depressed or really crabby with each other, really right. grouchy because that, and it's the low vibration. It's like, yeah, like, just drowning their energy. It's exactly. Yeah. So in the conjuring, like the actual movie, mm-hmm. the evil spirit that haunted the family was named Bathsheba. Bathsheba. I remember that from yeah. the movie. Yeah. It was found that in the true story behind the movie, that there was a real person hmm. named Bathsheba Sherman. Weird. Who names her kid that? So, well, and what's the nickname? Bath or Sheba? Even worse. That's like a cat food brand. Sheba. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe the mom didn't like her. She obviously didn't. Yeah. There were rumors that she was a Satanist and actually uh, lived on the property in the mid 1800s. Okay. There was also a rumor. Sorry. And why the fuck did they think she was a Satanist? I don't this know. Why? I don't know. But there was also a rumor that she had something to do with the death of a child in the neighborhood. Okay. So, so I think there was, was more it. tied to oh, it. Oh, you know what? I feel like I've read about that now. Yeah. Like that she like, they thought she like did some ritualistic shit with that child that went missing or something. But there wasn't enough evidence and they didn't, yeah. they didn't even put her on trial she's for it. She's just like a little ugly and like weird. And so people are like, she's a Satanist and killed our kid. Okay. So, um, <laughs> and this is kind of not on topic, but it is. And it's interesting. Yeah. I grew up in South Florida and there's this town called Wellington and we had a witch and no one really like everyone had like their own witch story and she would walk around and platforms. It was like, you know, like Spice Girls. I was just going to say like Spice Girl shoes. Yeah. She sounds banging. She was goth from head to toe. I love her. She would legit wear a a witch hat hat. all in black. Like the girls in the coven season of like American Horror Story. I love her already. And she would walk really slow. And there was always like, oh my God, that's stories so that funny. People talked to her and she was actually really nice. Yeah. But like she gives off this like vibe of like, woo. Yeah. And this was the nineties. So everyone's like, oh, that one's a She was one. just like obsessed with the craft. Maybe. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And I want to say, I even heard a story of someone like that had to go to their house for like plumbing or like something kind of like mm-hmm. a fixing and it was weird. But anyway, it's, it's not that yeah. part, like important to the rest of the story, but like. It. it was an interesting fun fact. So all the listeners from South Florida, you know who I'm talking about. I love it. I wish I knew her. She sounds like a treat. Yeah. I, I never talked to her. I was too scared. I, I know it's shocking really nice. to everybody. I bet she was so much nicer than like everyone. Probably. Like all, 
but I was also seven. So oh. like talking to strangers in general, yeah. like I was like young, like Good. it wasn't like you me listened, now. You learned that lesson of don't talk to strangers. Yeah. Except, even if they have banging Spice Girl shoes on. I know. Except my dad was like, please talk to them. Please <laughs> let someone take her. I hate her. Whose kid is this? Yeah. That's my favorite line when my kids are pissing me off. <laughs> Come get your kid. So the Perrin family believe that this was a spirit that was haunting this. The that, Bathsheba. Yeah. Okay. was the spirit that was haunting them. Okay. And according to one of the daughters and Andrea, Okay, that was an easy name, and I stumbled. It's okay. I, so I like built up Bathsheba, and yeah. I like nailed it, and I'm like hey, Andrea. Oh, you were concerned about not being able to say it on like yeah Bathsheba. Oh. Yeah, I totally was. That's and then so Andrea, funny. I'm like stunner. You did great. <laughs> um, Andrea said that they had um, experienced quite a few spirits during their time there. Okay. Um, and whenever they would feel or whenever they would see or feel a spirit, they would smell rotting flesh. Ew. Which for Gross. anyone that like has kind of done like a weird awkward deep dive in the shit if you smell that it's never something good no even if it's not a ghost don't it's not good no it's just never so they also claim that the beds would rise off of the floor yeah and they started um they also stated that when their dad would go into the basement that he would feel a really cold stinking presence behind him I know gross and he would have to go to the basement often because the heating equipment would fail frequently which makes me think that like this whatever spirit was in there was just fucking with it. It's like I'm bored. Come in and come down here and yeah. give me some entertainment. Oh I'm yeah, turn this shit off so you have to come down here. Hundred percent creepy. And I would like to tie this into multiple previous episodes. Now mm-hmm. this basement floor, dirt. dirt. I knew it. Oh my god. Yeah. Never get the dirt floors. I know. I mean, Kate lived in a place with dirt floors. Mm-hmm. The entire apartment was dirt. <laughs> I'm not even going to correct you. Let's let them. <laughs> we'll find out who is a real listener. <laughs> the parent family lived there for about 10 years. What the fuck? Oh, I stayed, know. Did they buy that place? Or re- okay. Yeah. And so the Warrens actually investigated the house several times. Yeah. Lorraine conducted a seance to make contact with the spirits within the home. And during the seance, the mother became possessed. Oh, good. Yeah. Terrific. And she began speaking tongues and her chair that she was sitting in and her started floating off the ground yuck yeah i don't like it yeah and andrea one of their daughters um has come out and backed up the story saying she witnessed it all oh my god exact quote i thought i was going to pass out yeah my mother began to speak a language not of this world and a voice not of her own her chair levitated and she was thrown across the room jesus so what's interesting is i actually um during COVID and during the time where you we levitated in a chair and got thrown across the room. If only. No. <laughs> no. If only. But I, one of like the weird documentaries I watched because we couldn't go anywhere mm-hmm. was about this. And I remember oh. seeing her interview and she was scared shitless. Yeah. Like you could I see that there eyes. was a doc okay. somewhere. Yeah. Do I remember the name? No. No. You never bring the important details no. to the table. That's all right. No. Not at all. Do I, I remember see that. That sounds good. Yeah, I don't even remember, like, if it was, like, Netflix. Yeah. But she gave, like, an actual interview about it. Yeah. I can't even imagine having to retell that. That would be really scary. Yeah. Yeah. So that can't, that, like, never leaves you, I'm sure. No, because she was older. Like, I mean, obviously, when she told it, she's, what, she has to be in her 50s, 60s -hmm. by now. So the father actually kicked the Warrens out at this point because he was worried about his... Like, they were the ones stirring it up too much or something? He said he was worried about his wife's mental stability. Yeah. Um, and the family continued living there because they couldn't financially afford anything That's else. so sad. They finally moved out in 1980. Good. But yeah, like, it's kind of, 
I'm assuming they never actually got rid of this shit like they do in the movie. I'm assuming like it, there was no like happy ending for them until they left. Um, well, or did I spoil for number 60, number 70? Was it now? <laughs> number 92. Okay. Yeah. So there has been quite a bit of skepticism with this story. I'm as sure. Well. There always is though. There always is. Um, and the current owner, yeah. so you just had to fucking wait one I sentence. Know, I can't, it's, I'm doing, it's, I don't know what it is. I, Something's going like just push your buttons tonight. I know. If Do you it. can hear me and anyone wants to replace the co-host. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we now have a vacant spot, but it comes with the editing. So. Yeah. <laughs> so I hope you know how to edit because <laughs> I don't. Kidding. So uh, the current owner researched the house and discovered some errors with the family's findings. Okay. The current owner also says that Beth Sheba Sherman did not participate in satanic worship and that that was fabricated. Okay. But how the fuck do you yeah, know? Yeah, what do you have? What backup? What evidence do you have, new owner? She doesn't have or any. Or like, what fucking, like, um, does she feel some loyalty to this, like, Beth Sheba person? It's weird. <gasps> Maybe that's it. <gasps> oh, my God. She's like, clear my name. Yeah. Or else I'm going to hang you in the attic with me. Maybe. Ooh. But I also think that, like, if you don't believe... Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You're going to shut everything down. Yes. Unless absolutely. Yeah. You're just going to say that's bullshit. Mm-hmm. I live here and nothing's ever happened to me. Yeah. Where did she find out that that didn't happen definitively? You can't. No. And the thing is, is the records from like the 1800s. Yeah, we have some of them and some of them are fantastic. However, mm-hmm. it's the 1800s. Yeah. We are missing chunks of history. Yeah. So you know what, new owner? We Get don't fucked. believe you. Get yeah. Fucked. yeah. <laughs> we don't believe you. <laughs> She sounds like um, an insufferable, this new owner. <laughs> well, and what, the only thing I can also think of is how many looky-loos are coming. Yeah, she, maybe she just wants them to leave her the fuck alone. Maybe. Yeah. And that could be it. Because, like, there really isn't substantial evidence saying, mm-hmm. like, it never happened. But you're having, like, a whole family of saying, like, we yeah. witnessed this. And then on top of it, the Warrens. And then this one lady being like, no, they didn't. Yeah. Okay. And Beth Sheba was a fine citizen. Yeah. Upstanding. Yeah. She would never murder a child. I don't have any evidence that she didn't do anything shady, but like, I'm sure she was great. I just have a feeling about it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but this also brings in another one of like our discussions that I'm sure we've talked about already. But I do think that like, I'm sure maybe the new owner didn't have any experiences. Yeah. But I do think that there's something about certain people that draws in spirits. Definitely. If you're closed off to it and you're like, you're not going to, some people are just aren't going to experience it because they're just literally not open to experiences right? of this nature. You know? Yeah. I totally believe that. And so who's to say that it wasn't, that maybe she was just so closed off to it or mm-hmm. maybe the spirits didn't fucking like you, bitch. Yeah. Maybe you just weren't cool enough to be fucked with. <laughs> maybe they were like bored and maybe they got lonely when the other family left and like, we better chill or yeah. we're going to be stuck here again by ourselves. We went too far that time. Yeah. That's on us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll take that one. <laughs> yeah. So, um, one of the last stories and mm-hmm. investigations we're going to dive into is, um, the Warrens investigated Amityville horror. Yeah, whores. The whores of Amityville. There's some whores in this house. So, the house was actually located on 112 Ocean Avenue. Ocean Avenue? Yeah. Was it near Did you ocean? get like the like nasally singing I was oh, doing? No, I just uh, thought you were being cute. You know what song I'm trying to sing, right? No. Well, damn it. It's about Ocean Avenue. Why can I not think of anything else? You know, I'm I'm like a thousand years old though, so I don't I know. know any music. Like, All right, I'll think of it. Yeah. I fucked up. It's fine. It's we'll fine. Figure it doesn't it out matter. Later. It's, yeah. you know what? So I'm going to cut all this out anyway. Yellow cab. <laughs> Yellow, Yellow cab. 
Okay. Death cab for cutie. <laughs> Yellow cab. Is that what you meant? <laughs> I don't know anymore. <laughs> Yellow cab. I love it. You know, yellow cab's greatest hit. Yeah. Foreigners who drive yeah, for money. Ocean Street. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Foreigners who drive for money. <laughs> I love it. Okay, but it was on Ocean Avenue. Yes. So the house was located at 112 Ocean Avenue. <laughs> Is it an actual song? Yes. Okay. I will, we're going to listen to All it right. later. Okay. So this had nothing to do with it. Anyway, <laughs> the house was in Long Island. Okay. And it was originally occupied by the DeFeo family, which sounds mm. really intense, right? Yeah. The DeFeo family. Yeah. That was not an Italian accent. It oh was it was uh, prox- an approximation of an Italian. The DeFeo family. Jersey Italian or something. Right? I don't know. <laughs> so the oldest son was 23 and his name was Ronald DeFeo. I gotta stop. <laughs> Is this the family, though, at the Amityville thing? The DeFeo family. It's really hard to say that name normal. I know. But all jokes aside, this actually gets really sad. So I'm just so sorry. <laughs> Damn it. So Ronald DeFeo actually shot and killed his four siblings and both uh, his parents. That's right. Um, and he said he murdered his family because the voices inside of his head told him to do it. And this is, I'm going to pause real quick on the story, but mm-hmm. it comes back down to like, yeah, it could have been mental illness. But I also think. Sometimes when there's like really bad spirits, just like we said earlier, when they yeah. feed off of like the people and like kind of sink them into depression, I think sometimes they'll get in your head and start yeah. kind of like implanting ideas. It could have been both too. Yeah. Maybe he was schizophrenic, but maybe they, that's like an opening. Is there any information about him before this ever um, having heard voices? That's what I would like to know. I didn't look it up. But I mean, nobody mentions that anywhere. I didn't see it, but okay. to be honest, I was... I'm sure if I deep dove into that family in particular, maybe, but I was doing yeah. more of the next the family that moves general, in. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. I see. So, oh, that wasn't, that's, that's not, not even, even a story. No, this is just like the history of the house. I see. So, um, maybe in your future episode, yeah. wink, wink, you could throw him in and that'd be pretty cool. Family annihilators. Oh my God. I yeah. love family annihilators. <laughs> I love family annihilators. Can I also I just say, so that'll be in a few weeks. <laughs> be ready. Yeah. And I had like, texted kate this like really sweet blow up alien thing for her yard <laughs> and i said fuck that yeah and my I, husband would have loved it though <laughs> yeah and I, I was like you should get this for alex i fucking love it and then out of nowhere she goes like she's like fuck that what a terrible idea and then i don't know where she starts talking about family annihilators and i was like what about me and Alex set you down this? <laughs> First of all, that story was so fucked. Not even close to how it actually happened. It yeah. is when I tell it. It is when I tell it. And you know what? Oh my God. I so then funny. texted Alex a screenshot yeah. and said, be careful. <laughs> and you know what he did with that? He turned around and said, we should get this alien shit for our yard. <laughs> Alex, no, for the record, I tried. I really yeah. fucking tried. Uh, so anyway. I don't have any more details on okay, that's the, fine. the fail Well, family. I didn't realize that they weren't the story, so yeah. that's my bad. Story. Yeah, it is her bad, but yeah. it's fine. Yeah. Um, so the murders occurred in 1974, okay. and in a, 1975, the uh, George and Kathy Lutz bought the home. One year later? Yeah. Wow, what a turnaround. And they moved in with their children. Okay. Um, but it's okay, because the couple had a priest bless the house before they moved in. So <laughs> we know how fine. that always works really well, so. Yeah, and... um. So while the priest was blessing the house, he heard a voice scream, get out. Ew. And he actually advised the Lutz family to stay away from that certain room. Just he that heard room. the voice. Yeah. Oh, my God. And um, a knife 
was knocked down by something they couldn't see. Weird. Um, George and his son claimed to see a pig-like creature staring at them through a window at the house. Ew. I know. They had some really fucked, really fucked up things happen. pig-like. And then the house would also smell something foul through the house. But again, it ties back into the last story. Mm. If you smell something rotting or foul, or like I've heard rotten eggs. Yeah. Um, Like that sulfur sort of smell. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard that too. Like. It's it's a demon with diarrhea. You gotta yeah, get out. Absolutely, diarrhea demons here to play. <laughs> diarrhea demon. I've heard that too, though, about a lot of these like haunted houses. It's like that gross smell. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think that's also how you can kind of figure out if it's like if you're not smelling that. I'm not saying you have to smell it, but I think that the if it's a bad enough possession of the house or whatever, yeah. and it's starting to like actually show smell, just get out. Yeah, it's too far. And, and if it's power. not a possession, something's rotting in your walls. Get out anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Or as Kate liked to call everyone in the previous episodes, you're just dirty. Yeah. You're just so are. dirty. Just dirty. <laughs> Clean your goddamn house. Oh my God. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> anyway, anyway, nobody's house. The only other time I think about these stories of like the rotting smells is like Jeffrey Dahmer and all the neighbors oh. complain of his rotting flesh oh. smell. Like what's going on in those houses? You know? Yeah. So George would wake up every morning at 3.15 a.m., which was when Ron murdered his family. That's like when you wake up sometimes. I do, but it's because I have a baby going like, bitch, but I have my bottle. Yeah, because a demon's like yelling at him and it wakes him up. I'm just kidding. I didn't mean it. I'm sorry. (laughs) Sometimes I do get really freaked out because I swear my son always wakes up at like a three o'clock hour. It's probably just his tummy growling. It is. But I like, especially with all the research we do and then on top of it, Mm -hmm. all the paranormal experiences I've had in the past. There's, Which are picking up quite a bit since we've started this show oh, at both of our houses. We're going to do an episode yeah, on that. We're going to do an episode on that because I do think we're poking some kind of bear and I don't are. like it. But when I go to like get him at night because he's, he's on the second floor, I am terrified. <laughs> <laughs> Just walking up your stairs like against the wall. So there's, there's, oh um, there's like a, a chair in his room, like a recliner. Do you and always I, expect it to be rocking when you open the door? No, I expect there's someone to be sitting in there. Oh my God. And for the longest time, I had like a, a cute little like big squishmallow yeah. his grandmother gave him because he like, loves playing on it. Uh, and I had to move it because when I'd open it, I would see two scary. black eyes staring at me. <laughs> That's so creepy. <laughs> it's so creepy. Yeah, I don't, I would probably just get that chair out of there. We need to actually, it's broken. Yeah, no yeah. use for it other than just to terrorize you now at this point. No, I know. So the family claimed that doors would slam in the middle of the night. Yeah. Um, and the husband... The husband named George claimed that he could he couldn't see what was going on, but he could feel someone holding him down while he was in bed. And they would do it while he was helplessly listening to his children's beds lift up and slam on the ground continuously. That's so creepy. Well, and it's bad because as a parent, like that is the worst torture. If I can't get to my kids. Especially, you know, something's happening to them and there's nothing you can do. That's the worst thing you could do to a parent. I being woken up by a slamming door. I would immediately be livid and then I'd be scared shitless. Right. Yeah. Because you know. None of my kids would be doing that in the middle of the nope. night. And then on top of it, if you know it's their beds going, like getting, they're in it and they're getting slammed mm. and those kids are screaming and like something's holding you down. Like that's, I don't no, like any of this. That, all of that's horrible. Yeah. That sounds absolutely horrible. He also said um, that the entity or whatever it was like mm-hmm. possessing that house would make his wife appear as an old woman and levitate gross and then she would like get set back down and like turn back into He's like, like it was the worst thing i could ever imagine she looked old and ugly see was gonna take a turn i <laughs> no. was gonna be like oh he was into that shit oh maybe he yeah. was there's fetishes for everybody yeah after the levitating incident the family left the property and everything they owned they just got up and oh left. my god mm-hmm. but um that was only after them living in the house for four weeks 
Did they ever come back for it? Is this the same family or a um, different one? Yeah. So okay. it's, it, um, the Warrens investigated the house five months after the Lutz family fled from it. Oh my God. So they just left their shit there yeah. for like months. They were terrified. Wow. And I, I mean, that's, they, that's what I would like to believe I would do if I had to. Right. Um, Ed and Ed was pushed to the ground during the investigation. Oh my God. Lorraine had an overwhelming uh, feeling that there was a demonic presence in the yeah. house. And she also kept getting vivid visions of the murdered bodies of the DeFeo family. Uh. During the Warrens investigation, they were also able to get a photo of a child standing in the basement of the home. Ooh, do we have that? We should, no. sh- we should find that. We could, we could, we yeah, could find let's that, find sure. it and we'll share it. They claimed it was a demon child. The Warrens concluded that there was a demonic activity occurring in the Amityville house and the Lutz family sold the house and moved to California. Literally Man. cross country. Somebody else take it now. Yeah. yeah. I can't even blame them. Like, no. fuck. Hell no. I can't believe. It. Yeah. But so nothing that was like, they didn't do, end up doing the thing that the guy who lived there before did or whatever. Where he like snapped and went after the kids. I'm pretty sure in the movie, they made it imply that it almost happened twice. Right. So to I the next see, family. Yeah. Okay. I didn't see that. Cause there was like other, um, things I found about like this house and it was like the stereotypical like the flies yeah. and like just like the craziness of mm. what you hear um I say in like most of these stories of yeah. like just annoying shit that keeps happening that kind of escalates to the point of yeah. you seeing like a pig face in your window or your wife becoming <sighs> an old woman and levitating. Yeah. That yeah. is super creepy. So Ed passed away on August twenty third, two thousand six. Yeah. Um but I this was really sweet. This is kind of like not really anything to do with anything, <laughs> but Lorraine claimed to feel her or feel him touch her hand and would often hear him whistle. Aww. And I thought that was really sweet. Is there meat cute in old age? You fucking ruined, ruined it. it for you. <laughs> but I thought it was it comforting. Sweet, because- yeah, it is comforting. When we read about that spirits trying to leave little like signs that, you know, they're OK. Yeah. And I truly believe that. um your loved ones do come back after yeah. they passed. Mm-hmm. And even if you don't notice it because you're too caught up in grief, yeah. I do think that they're there with you. Yeah. And I thought that was really sweet. That is sweet. And Lorraine passed away on April 18th, 2019 at the age of 92. Jeez. No. She lived a long ass life. She did. Yeah. But that that's a great story. All of their, all of their, I don't know how you could just pick a few because some, they have some really interesting investigations, I'm sure. But I figured no one wanted like a three hour podcast on um, all of their stories. We always have a chance. We can do some more in the future. Oh yeah. But yeah, like, man, I can't even imagine my whole life being about that. It would be be a struggle. Be scared shitless. Yes. Like all the time. Well, and then on top of it, if they're taking some of the things home with them, Mm -hmm. then you know, like, I'm sorry, the demon isn't going to stay in the occult museum. No. They're going to come into your house when you look in the mirror and they're standing behind you and they're like, oh, hey, Larry. There's no way they couldn't, like, bring some of that shit back with them, you know? Like, even in some of the, I don't remember which movie it was, in one of those Conjuring movies, though, they, like, some of the scenes of stuff happening in her own house. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. We should do, do an episode on that one day. I mm-hmm. bet you there's so much, Oh, too. for sure. Yeah. I would not want to keep that fucking doll in my house. No. Locked in a glass case. Come on. No. Get it out of here. Burn it all. I wouldn't, I don't know. I, I feel like burning it might actually set it free. <laughs> yeah, I hear, wonder if that's why. Maybe. Yeah. You hear the stories of people like burning Ouija boards and they hear like screaming and stuff coming out of them. And I don't think it gets like, I'm sorry, you can't burn a spirit. Yeah. You're burning like maybe like the temple, not temple, but the like vessel. physical vessel mm-hmm. that they're in. But 
I don't think you're actually getting rid of the actual problem. No, you're not. Let me say actual one more time. Actual. Yeah, no, like that's totally true. But I wonder if they just like linger or if they like jump into whatever's closest, like a shoe or something. A shoe? I don't know. Whatever's nearby. I don't know. But like, and that's another, maybe they didn't get rid of it because like if they have it contained, they know it's contained. If it's out there. Yeah. Maybe it's even like capable of more damage or something. I think that's exactly why they did what they Mm, did. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, thank you for that delightful yeah. sharing of information. I loved that. That thank was you. super interesting. Thank you. It's and my life's work. Such a, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> such a um, beautiful breeding ground for our really dirty jokes. So <laughs> thanks for that as well. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> but anyway, I want to hear. Yeah. Next week. Yeah. Next week. Next week. What it's the last episode before Halloween, right? Yeah. Um, we are going to be talking about haunted hotels across America. Um, I have some really fun actual personal stories because I make it my mission to stay at the creepiest hotel I can find when I travel, especially in an old town like Savannah. They have some great ones there. So I've had some, I don't know, some really fun, weird experiences that I'll share. But then we're also, I'm also going to share other accounts other people's stories or just like history haunted history behind some of the like more well-known haunted hotels in america i think that's awesome it'll be fun it's gonna be fun and it'll close out our halloween month and then we'll go back to like actually rotating through yeah topics right now we're like we just want to find the creepiest ones yeah and making it even spookier for ourselves in the process but it's it's mostly us yeah, yeah for sure yeah, it's been fun though. I do think we've both had some weird, like more stuff start like happening around us since we've started talking about this stuff all the time. Oh but yeah, we'll have a we'll have some more stories to share with you guys about that in the future. Oh for sure. And mm-hmm. if you in the meantime want to write in, always feel free to do so. Oh, she's giving me the opportunity. I'm giving. You, I can't fuck this up. Guys. Don't fuck this up. You can email us at sinister junk mail podcast at gmail dot com. That's right. Figured if I slowed it down, I couldn't mess it up. <laughs> or DM us. Oh gosh, he's doing it again. At Sinister Junk Mail Podcast. Yeah. Oh, look, I did it. On Instagram or yeah. Facebook. But yeah. But anyway, until next time. Yeah, thanks for listening. And uh, we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Okay, bye. bye.